0: on a friday morning at 20 in a row wax 104.5 and another nice day coming our way although there is some rain now coming across down by lacrosse and uh, some of those areas and there is a possibility of rain coming in later tonight a uh, quarter to a half inch expected and we could use some rain that is for sure and uh, so hopefully we will get some high today about 88 then tomorrow, 83 with that rain. Sunday, about 83 should be uh, clearing up a little bit. And then cooler as we get into next week. 67 right now around the area. And what another beautiful morning to lay in bed and sleep. Oh, a good Friday morning to do some sleeping, isn't it, Scott? I don't know. I get
1: up. And I get <laughs> up. <laughs> up.
0: I've only been up for about a half an hour. Holy <laughs> man, I forgot to set my alarms last night and all of a sudden i'm waking up and i'm thinking 4:30 or 4:20 that can't be right
1: what is it Seth? well my problem is i wake up on especially on the weekends and uh you know farm guys don't know the difference because it's that every day for yeah, them but I know. Uh,
0: well usually i you know but about, uh, i say what a, day is it i know that's what i do but but I usually wake up at two o'clock and I have to yeah, take a little know. walk and then we're go back of to of bed age, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not not overnight tonight. But uh, we're up Adam and at 'em and ready to do the chores with. Uh, and if you didn't know it, I'm Bob and I'm Scott. As we take a look at what's going on, we have got production milk production numbers survey from DATCAP and uh, a good weekend for food. So we got a lot of things happening around the area. The what Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds in Chippewa Falls is having their food shindig. It starts, it's a three-day deal, I think, uh, today, tomorrow, and, and Sunday. Sunday as, yep. you, as you look at the sheet, what are the hours today up at the uh, fairgrounds? Can you find it? Another 11
1: a.m. to 8 p.m.
0: That's today. Yep. All right, and Saturday and Sunday, I think and it'll Sunday end a little. Sunday is
1: uh, 11 to 5. Yeah, it ends a little earlier
0: on, yeah, on Sunday. Sunday. Yep. So, And they've got, uh, what, some on the bottom of that sheet, they got some new, what, truffles or some Ooh. darn thing. Chills funnel cakes. Funnel cakes. So they're adding that oh, in. Man. So they got a lot of things going on. And the, don't forget the truck and tractor pull in Toma if you want to get out. You, and, you, uh, torp, you mean. In torp, 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 Torp. The torp. other Toma. Yeah, the other <laughs> Toma. In <laughs> Torp, they've got the truck and tractor pull at Northside Park. There's your, uh, on obviously, the north end of town, but that starts about 5 o'clock yep. tomorrow. So lots of things are going on. But uh, maybe the big story might be some rain. Boy, I'll tell you. I was driving around the last couple of days, and there's some poor, getting to be some poor-looking crops because
1: of dry weather. Yeah, poorer anyway. Yeah, but, poorer. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, we we can sure use it. Right? Boy,
0: we sure can. So, again, hopefully we'll get a little rain. And we'll take a look at the, the rest of the calendar. Sign up ends Monday. next Monday for the Monday, uh, yeah. Wisconsin program for farmers to get involved. To the Department of Revenue, again, it's not DATCAP. It's the Department of Revenue, so make sure that uh, if you haven't done that. But a, a lot of money has gone out. But they still got 8.4 million dollars to send out to uh, farmers. They lowered the income from 35 ten thousand dollars or more. You're eligible to apply for that. You know, I would think they'd have done mm-hmm. that first. Started at ten thousand, they go up to five million. You think they'd have started at ten thousand and go up to Four point nine million or something like that right, instead of five right. million, the lower end, right. uh, now the income level. But anyway, yep. it is what it is. The Department of Revenue is handling that, so we got a lot to talk about this morning. Also, we're going to talk about making corn silage. It's that time of the year. Talk to a young man that know knows it well, and uh, he'll have some tips for you. Tristan Byer from Colfax originally now is the uh, statewide agronomist for Winfield. We saw him at a field day the other day. So we'll get an update on making corn silage, too. It's getting to be that time of the year, end of August, around Labor Day. I know some of the uh, rows have been opened up. Some fields have been opened up already. So uh, that's all coming up we got a busy morning. Boy, I'm glad I didn't sleep through it. I wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah, who would, who'd want to miss this? <laughs> All right, so we got we got a lot going on this morning. It's a Friday morning on 20 in a row. Wax 104.5, 67 right now, 83, maybe some rain. Oh, Friday morning at Wax, 67 degrees, 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX O'Claire. Let's get some news this morning. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden claims there is
2: too much anger, fear, and division in America.
0: Here and now, I give you
3: my word. If you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. I'll be an ally of the light,
2: not the darkness. Biden headlined the final night of the Democratic National Convention and said it's time for we the people to come together. The former VP formally accepted his party's nomination, saying he will represent all Americans, not just his base. He called this a life-changing election with character, compassion, and decency on the ballot, along with science and democracy. President Trump says next week's Republican National Convention will have more live speakers than the DNC. Trump confirmed he plans to deliver his acceptance speech from the White House lawn. Speaking with Fox News, he criticized former First Lady Michelle Obama for taping her address prior to Joe Biden's decision to name Kamala Harris as his running mate. The president said he saw a lot of hate at the DNC. President Trump says he's deploying law enforcement to the polls on Election Day to prevent voter fraud. He told Fox News that sheriffs, U.S. attorneys and attorneys general will be sent out. Trump again blasted mail-in voting saying anybody can sign ballots. The president has said the only way he would lose the election is if it's rigged. California's air quality is the worst in the world amid a spate of wildfires. Satellite images show smoke spanning 600 miles into the Pacific Ocean. Speaking on CNN, Aaron Demerit of the Bay Area Air Quality Management District said the air quality in that region was so bad that even healthy adults can experience immediate health impacts from short-term exposure. Cal Fire reports the LNU and SCU Lightning Complex fires have burned more than 226,000 acres so far. And the Minnesota Timberwolves will get the first draft pick in the NBA this year. Barring a trade, the franchise will have the top spot for the second time since 2015. Thursday's lottery also pinned the Golden State Warriors at the second spot. The Charlotte Hornets will pick third. The virtual draft scheduled for October the 16th. I'm Mark Mayfield.
0: Ah, go west, young man, go west. California, the land of opportunity. <laughs> Oh, my goodness me, they got trouble out there. Those fires are nasty. I've seen them on TV, and they are nasty, and all the smoke that it's causing out there. So really and truly, hopefully, they'll get those fires out. and It doesn't cause any permanent health damage to people. we got enough challenges with health, that's for sure. Three minutes after 5 o'clock, lots to do on a Friday morning. We'll check that weather forecast. Might have some moisture to talk about.
4: You see the future you want to build for yourself? your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
5: A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com.
2: Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you, health, and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this
3: together.
6: What's your toy? What's your passion? Is it your bike, sled, UTV, or taking your car to the track? At Peach Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, we have over 120 enclosed trailers in stock from both Legend and Stealth. Let us help guide you to the best trailer. When you have to go back to work, let's make it easier. Construction, landscaping, lawn care, or custom hauling. Call 715-234-1993 or peachtrailersales.com.
7: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Hey, let's take a look at that weather forecast. We're going to start out with sunshine in most areas, although there is some rain already down around La Crosse, coming across the river down that way. So we have uh, extreme western Wisconsin now getting, getting some rain early, but uh, rain, including thunderstorms, possible tonight, a quarter to a half inch expected cooler weather with highs in the 70s expected for the coming week but we've got to get through the weekend weather first so today about 88 for the high and we're looking for again maybe later on tonight for most of the listening area chances of rain some getting some showers already this morning 83 tomorrow for the high with some rain in the forecast sunday looks like it'll clear off a little bit with a high of 83 Right now around the area, Rice Lake, 65, 64 in the Medford area, 67 in Wausau, 63 in Marshfield, Green Bay, 66, La Crosse, 69, 62. Very cool, 62 down the Madison Sun Prairie area. In Milwaukee, 70 right now with 67 here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. And we've got more to look at this morning, including some morning numbers. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
5: school goes on and staples has everything you need to start the year right
4: from notebooks to sanitizer laptops to masks
5: and all at amazing prices this week select one subject notebooks and staples two pocket paper folders are just 10 cents each
4: select notebooks and folders for a dime that really is amazing plus you
5: can shop in-store or pick up curbside school on save on
4: at staples ends 822 in-store only limit six while supplies last curbside available in most stores
7: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And Rural Mutual Insurance on a Friday morning,
7: as every morning, bringing
0: us
1: our early look at the markets and where are we at to end the week's cash livestock-wise, Scott. Choice, choice and prime fed beef steers are at 99 to 106 with mixed 88 to 88... Eight, eight, 88 to 89... Choice and prime fed beef heifers at 98 to 106 with mixed 82 to 97. Fed Holstein steers are at 88 to 95 and three quarters with select and choice 72 to 87. Cows are at 40 to 58 and a half with the top selling 60 to 76. Bulls are at 54 to 101. On the hog side, butcher hogs are 25 and down. Sows 13 to 16. Boars five and down. New crop and old crop market lambs are at one sixteen to one twenty two and a half, and feeder lambs are at one twenty five to two forty five.
0: All right, and at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures flip flop. Cattle were lower yesterday, and hogs were higher. At the close on the Merc, live cattle for August one oh seven oh two. That's down forty five. October cattle one oh nine seventy seven, down a dollar five. December at one twelve eighty five, down eighty five. February 115.65 down 40. Feeder cattle for August 143.42 down 12. September feeders 145.82 down 17. October 146.37 down 42. November feeder cattle 146.77 down 45. January down a dime at 144.62. As we mentioned, hog contracts are higher. October lean hog carcass contracts 55.17 up 262. The uh, December contract fifty five eighty five, that's up two hundred twenty seven. February up a dollar at uh sixty two hundred fifteen and April at sixty six ninety two. That was up forty cents. On the Board of Trade, again, good crops, not much movement. There's not a lot of news. December corn overnight up a penny at three hundred forty one. December oats down to at two sixty one. Wheat up to at five thirty. November beans up to at 907. Meal up a dollar a ton at 298 dollars even. Barrel cheese down or barrel cheese up a half a cent at 132 and a quarter. The blocks down a nickel at 166. Butter down two at 150 and a quarter. Class three again struggling most of the week and struggled again yesterday. August 1960 down 24. We had September 1504 down 49. October, 1635, down 29. November, down 19 at 1658. At December, down 14 at 1622. That's the way the markets look. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Again, uh, nice day today, but uh, coming in with some rain. That'll make it even nicer because most of us can uh, use some rain, that's for sure. Getting dry out there. High today, though, going to be very warm and humid, about 88 We're going to talk about making corn silage, getting to be that time of the year next right here on Wax. Hello
9: again, I'm Drew from Northside Elevator in Loyal. Farmers are constantly bombarded by different agronomy products, different practices, and different ideas, but not all ideas fit every farm situation. Precision Ag is a diagnostic and treatment approach that enables site-specific decisions, allowing us to understand every detail to optimize input use and reduce waste. At Northside, we use Precision Ag technologies to ensure you're getting the best return on investment. Learn more at northsideelevator.com.
4: When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings.
1: Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen.
4: Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com agribusiness to learn more.
1: That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001.
10: Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you've got to see.
6: Power up now at Economy Furniture. Check out a great selection of power sectionals, power recliners, power sofas, power lift chairs, and power adjustable bases. Take advantage of 12 months interest-free financing with no down payment. See store for details. Power up now at Economy Furniture
10: furnishing the chippewa
6: valley since 1950 economy furniture's
4: for me join compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID 19 give a 40 dollars one-time gift text the word hope to 83393 that's hope to 83393
7: for those who work in acres not in hours wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report we're talking now with
0: Tristan Byer, and Triston of course, is uh, from the Colfax area, still lives in Colfax, but he gets around now because he is a state agronomist with Winfield United. And Tristan, as we look at this corn crop, it's still awfully, awfully green. It looks awfully, awfully good. But as we get to the end of August, first part of September, how close are we to, to silage harvest?
11: Yeah, so silage harvest is going to be creeping up on us fast, and it's going to be really fast in areas that are turning a little bit drier. You know, when you prioritize silage harvest, there's a couple of different ways when you start to predict when it might be. The first one would be looking at when you hit the R5 growth stage, which is dent. When you're starting a dent, typically it's about a month, we say 30 days, give or take, until we hit black layer. And optimal silage harvest is usually a little bit before black layer so that we can hopefully capture capture more of those bottom leaves before they get too dry and fall off and we get a little bit better silage moisture. The second way that we'd be looking at uh, trying to prioritize what your harvest for silage would be would be... Actually doing um, moisture tests on your on your crop, and depending on if you want it in a bunk or if you want it in an upright stave silo or something else, usually we're a little bit targeting you know 65% moisture give or take for for that bunk, a little bit drier can go in a stave upright silos, but the 65% moisture uh, on some of these drier soils is going to be happening. Basically, I see some fields that are ready for it now. Uh, When we look at firing, it comes up probably more than a you know, a third of the way up the crop, you know, parts of those fields are beginning to dry. doesn't mean the whole fields that way, but that's where we start having to have the conversation of taking some plants out, doing some chip tests and trying to dry those plants down to see uh, where we're at. As far as the soil types, you mentioned some of those lighter soils getting ready right now,
0: but what kind of, when we get to the heavier, loamy clay type soils, how much after the sandy type soil, depending on how much rain we got this year, what, uh, what are we looking at? Because it's been a different year.
11: Well Bob I am an agronomist and I always have to put my agronomist hat on and say it depends is the correct answer but uh in reality you know my first prioritization would be your your sandy soils that are going to be drying down then you're going to be followed with your your heavier soils depending on how what rain we get in certain geographies some of the fields still look like we're going to be pri- trying to push closer to that closer to that maturity when we get closer to the R6 so we're probably about 2 to 3 weeks out on some some of those and if we have fuller longer season RMs with a proper proper soil moisture we can be looking even even past that but when we're looking at uh, the droughtier soils that are drying up shorter rms you know we could be looking anytime you know still maybe at the end of august to get these time uh, timed appropriately the last thing i want to just mention is there are some options to if you don't get that timing just perfect that you can do to give you a little bit of flexibility you know for example if you notice that you're getting in the field and you you're a little bit late plants are a little bit dry you can cut a little bit lower and having more stock will give you a little bit higher moisture to to raise that up a little bit Um, more tonnage a little bit uh, poor quality but that quality will be offset by a better forage that's uh, put up and then just looking at if there's silage inoculants or other uh, storage structures that you can maybe put it in to to offset the the little bit drier silage you have
0: and again that's Tristan Bayer, Dr. Tristan Byer. Remember, him? was at Colfax High School. He, I said, <laughs> when did you graduate? He said, 2007. I looked at his business card, and it's Tristan Byer, Ph.D. So, again, yep. good for Tristan. And now he's a state agronomist for Winfield here in Wisconsin. And as you can tell, knows what he's talking about. And we'll hear more later on. I had a chance to do a longer interview about the condition of the crop and what he's looking at as we get towards uh, the end of August and into September. But, uh, man, Dr. Tristan Byer. (laughs) And, you know, you ask kids during the uh, FFA program, you know, what are your goals? I always ask the seniors, what are your goals? What kind of, what what do you want to do? And, you know, some of them will say, well, I want to do this, that, and everything, but... uh, Dr. Tristan Byer, good for him. Nice kid, and uh, I can't call him a kid anymore. Nope. (laughs) He's got a lot going for him, so Tristan, thank you very much. Hey, we've got some uh, early morning farm news to look at. We'll do that next. Again, it's 67 degrees right now. Looking for some rain already. Sneaking in across the river over down by La Crosse. We'll see
1: how widespread it is. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy will have another big dairy cattle auction on Wednesday, August 26th at 11 a.m. This sale's featured consignment 80 Pro Cross dairy cows from Zenland Farms at Richland Center, milking 80 pounds with many cows over 100 pounds and up. The sale also features 30 Holstein dairy cows from Lake City, Minnesota, and high-quality springing Holstein heifers from Cortland, Minnesota. Another group, 15 AI-sired Jersey springing heifers, along with 10 super-nice Holstein dairy heifers. As always, besides the on-site sale at the Withy Sales Barn, Premier Livestock and Auctions is excited to work with CattleUSA.com to provide online bidding for buyers and sellers. For information, contact Premier Livestock at 715 229 or visit Premier
12: Hey, it's Alex from the Wax 104.5 Morning Show, and you've been hearing me and people all over the state use the expression, we are all in. And I guess what that means to me is I'm conscious of the things that I'm doing and the things I can do to make sure me and my family are all doing those things, some big, a lot of them little, that will keep us and the people we come in contact with safe. That's really it. It's a rallying cry for my small group and all across the state that when it comes to the well-being of Wisconsin, we are all in this together. Share your images on your own Facebook or Instagram pages with the hashtag, we are all all in.
7: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax one hundred four point five, and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Almost nineteen minutes after five o'clock, and uh, Scott, it looks like
1: uh, the cows are doing their job. They're doing their job, despite that hot, humid weather in July. Milk production in Wisconsin and across the country went up for the month. In Wisconsin, production was up one percent from last year, reaching just over two point six billion pounds. That's the first time in the past eight months that Wisconsin production was more than for the same month a year ago. The main reason for the increase in total production was because the cows gave more milk. An average of 2,080 pounds per cow, up 30 pounds from last July. Nationally, production in the top 24 milk-producing states reached 17.8 billion pounds, one and a half percent more than last July. Production per cow across the country was up last month by 19 pounds to 2016. California continues to produce the most milk with 3.4 billion pounds in July. Idaho ranks 3rd with New York 4th and Texas at number 5. Yeah,
0: how things have changed. Where's Minnesota in the top 5? Not there anymore. But boy, uh, these, boy. these other states, but uh, California way ahead and you know, all top 5 now are all over a billion pounds. California yep. 3, Wisconsin 2 and then Texas, New York and uh, Idaho, Idaho 1.2, 1. Really 1. 1. 1.3. They really have. All right, we've got a uh, lot more going on this morning. Farm bankruptcies, unfortunately, they are reality. We'll get an update next year on Wax.
13: Where has the Pioneer audio tour taken me today? Olivia, Minnesota, next to a field planted with Pioneer brand Enlist E3 soybeans. This field looks peaceful, but like every field, there's a constant battle going on against weeds. Right now, the farmer of this operation is making a pass with what looks like a 120-foot sprayer boom. Enlist E3 soybeans offer the most advanced trait technology on the market. And while it's new to most farmers, it's not new to Pioneer. Pioneer experts and agronomists have already completed hundreds of on-farm trials. All so that acres like this have healthy soybeans with great yield potential. Enlist E3 soybeans on a farm in Olivia. Another thing that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you.
7: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Everybody that follows Wisconsin agriculture knows we lead the nation in many categories of agricultural production, cranberries, cheese production, sweet corn for processing, and many others. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, but there's one area we also lead the nation in that uh, we're not proud of and hope we can turn around very soon. Uh, Josh, it has to do with dollars.
14: Uh, Bob, that's right. It's not something that Wisconsin is proud to hold the title for. But Wisconsin once again leads the nation in farm bankruptcies. Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And in fact, Wisconsin has nearly double the amount of the state with the second highest amount of bankruptcy filings. Now, these are numbers from June 2019 to June 2020. So they're the most recent numbers we have. But, you know, I spoke with Dr. Paul Mitchell, ag economist at UW Madison. And Wisconsin shouldn't be judged by just this one statistic because there's so much more to it. We talked with uh, about Wisconsin's dairy herd uh, about the trends he's seeing long after the pandemic. but as we mentioned, the rising amount of bankruptcy filings
9: well it's just been the economy's been the farm economy's been very bad and you know we've normalized by the number of farmers and we're we're about double our typical rate of farm exits and um, farm bankruptcies uh, if you look at and I've analyzed it, looked at the data of neighboring states and it has to do with dairy, but it's not only dairy. I think it's just a its a Wisconsin-specific problem with a lot of our smaller farms are just um, exiting the industry. Um, some of them are having to declare bankruptcy.
14: And if we step back and look over the last three or four years as opposed to the last 12 months, is it still an increase in farm bankruptcies or has it kind of stayed the same?
9: Oh, it's definitely been going up. In Wisconsin, the number of bankruptcies has been slowly increasing um, until this last quarter here. Um, the, they annualize it; they report the number for the last 12 months. But um, it was up as high as 78 as of April 30 or April 1st um, of this year, and now it's come down a little bit. It's down to um, 69 this last year, starting the year from um, June 1 of 2019 to June 1 of 2020. So it's finally come down a little bit, but 69, I mean, the next high stage is like 38. And so we're like way ahead of everybody else. Yeah, and
14: for people that are listening, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of this. So what exactly are, are the big factors at play? When you say farm economy is not good, what, what are the factors that are making that happen?
9: Well, it's been the um, the dairy industry has really been, in a, you know, a friend of mine calls it the long scrape. You normally hit bottom and bounce back up, but it's just been this grinding along this low returns, low prices for dairy. It, it was just starting to look good um, for dairy and then the covid 19 coronavirus hit the pandemic and that's it's the prices you know have collapsed for a while there um, but you know you saw the stuff of people dump, having to dump milk and everything and prices have recovered from that and it's you know because we were finally looking for some good news there and um, I think we'll get to there in terms of you know the milk everything is helping a lot um, the higher prices for milk. But um, it's also, you know, corn and soybeans, the margins were thin, got a lot of corn and soybeans, Um, cranberries were in trouble, even organic dairy was struggling. A lot of these, our industries were just struggling, Um, the ag ones. Usually it's unusual for so many of these types of crops to all hit at the same time. It's like all the cycles coincided with one another.
14: And I'm no expert, but just based on coronavirus kind of going with this this slow burn, and we don't know exactly when it's going to end. And even when it does end, that doesn't mean the shockwaves are over. So does it feel like the situation is only going to get worse?
9: I think the markets are unstable. Nobody really knows. We've never, we haven't been through anything like this ever. You saw the numbers on the gross domestic product just you know collapsing by a third of the annualized value. Um, we've never seen that at all. Um, Before, even the Great Depression wasn't that fast, that large. So we're in uncharted territory, and so it's just, it's people got to eat. No matter how bad things get, people are going to eat. So I think the farm economy um, is going to stay there. It's not going to fall apart, but um, it's going to be some. um, Just watch the prices, and I like to see that milk prices are doing better. You know, we're buying China's buying our our grain, and um, and so that looks that helps. The U.S., um, Mexico, Canada um, trade agreement in Mexico is a major buyer of our corn. um, So these things are looking positive, but, you know, the weather's been good. So I think we're going to get a good crop this year Um, here in the state. It's just that there's so much market uncertainty. It has nothing to do with what a farmer does. It has to do with the the world market.
14: Yeah, and, and you're talking about these positive things, and I'm also thinking, so USMCA, depending on what happens there, um, and then the crop, yes, is looking amazing right now. And then there's some state aid packages. There's some federal packages. I mean, what is it really going to take to pull this ag economy out of the rut that it's been in for so long?
9: Well, we're going to have to get our, um, you know, demand and balance of supply. And that's what these low prices have been about is we've just been producing too much relative to our ability to export our surplus. That seems to be China is going to have to eat. You know, it's like everyone else. They're going to have to buy some. Um, soybean and, and corn now. Um, and then we've got a lot of federal programs. I mean, CFAP has really poured, you know, billions of dollars into the state, into the nation and into the state, you know, almost 400 million already. Um, the PPP and the EIDL, EIDL, those have been helping out a lot of small businesses including farms. We should be looking at ARC and PLC payments, particularly PLC for corn makers coming this fall after the 2019 marketing year ends, dairy margin coverage. So we've got a lot of federal money helping out. And that's what the, that's what the federal government's been doing is just helping with money to get people through this time. So people can buy food, so they can pay their rent, so the things don't just you know, all the wheels don't fall off the economy. So I think we'll get there. It's just it's so uncertain right now.
14: Dr. Paul Mitchell, an ag economist at UW Madison is along with us right now. Dr. Mitchell, while I got you on the phone, what do you make of Wisconsin's latest dairy herd numbers?
9: Well, the, we've been losing herds at a, a higher than average rate here for um, uh, quite a few years. And as the dairy economy has been in, in doing poorly with low, low prices, people have been exiting the industry. And you track that. These aren't exits. These are not all bankruptcies by any means. And um, as of April 1st, from April of 2019 to April of 2020, we lost 700 herds, you know, almost two a day. Um, but as of July, that number's down to 582 is the annual loss. But it's still, you know, so it's it's – it's still higher than average, but um, the the rate of loss in dairy herds has slowed down, um, and that I'm hoping we're around this corner of that we can get back to um, not talking about two herds a day disappearing out of the state. Um, that's that's the sad part, you know. These they don't they're not going to come back, most likely.
14: When, when coronavirus first hit, we were seeing it almost every single day. Oh, we were almost there. We were finally seeing improvement in dairy. If coronavirus, I, I hate to have you speculate, but if coronavirus did not happen. Do you think that we would have continued to see that upward trend with dairy?
9: That was all the projections that we were going to see a, a rebalancing of the, the demand and supply. And, and coronavirus has helped in the sense that people are eating more at home and drinking you know, milk, is, milk. My understanding is milk per capita demand is going up. Um, it's been on a long-term decline, um, and so that's a positive sign. Other Wisconsin crops are the same way. You know, potatoes and onions have gone up in meal um, you know, per capita demand during this as we lose this, um, staying home more and lose the food away from home spending, um, and that's that's a shift that that increase in food away from home spending has been going on for a long time. Over half our spending on food was away from home, um, and now that's shifted dramatically. And people keep talking about this sticking around as being a, a permanent change, not just a temporary thing that will go back to our previous ways. That'll be the that's the big market uncertainty. Will people go back to eating out more and eating differently um, once this COVID-19 um, coronavirus pandemic ends or dissipates.
0: And again, that's Paul Mitchell, economist at the University of Wisconsin, visiting uh, this morning. And again, I I think when this is over, I think the restaurants are going to boom because people are going to want to get out.
1: You would think that. But uh, at the same time, as he said it's kind of an interesting uh, sociological phenomenon here, Bob. Yeah, it really that, uh, is. And I hope we, people are eating at home. hope we don't go through
0: this. hope we don't go through this. I mean, I like eating at home. I yeah, always do. Yeah. But but again, I think the restaurant business is going to really pick up once, uh, so. once we get through this. Well, we've got 5.30 in the morning. We'll get uh, Kelly in here to take a look at our weather in just a few moments. But uh,
1: some of our... Other news that's going on this morning, Scott The latest numbers from the state's Department of Workforce Development show the unemployment rate for July fell to seven percent that's down from eight point six percent in June, but still is double what the jobless rate was before the coronavirus pandemic uh, hit us in February. Wisconsin is down under two hundred thousand down by two hundred thousand jobs since this point last year. UW System President Tommy Thompson is talking about the benefits of borrowing a billion dollars to get past the coronavirus, but he's not saying how the school system would pay for the money to get the make the payments back. Thompson yesterday told UW Regents they need to uh, need the power to borrow to cover the school's coronavirus losses. He said most six billion dollar entities have their own lines of credit. State lawmakers will have to agree to the borrowing. That might be tough given that uh, the $2 billion deficit in Wisconsin likely will face uh, be faced in the next state budget. Wisconsin health officials say 740 new coronavirus cases and seven deaths have been confirmed during the past 24 hours. There have been 39 people hospitalized during that time, and the positivity rate has risen slightly to 7.5%. The seven-day average is 718 new cases a day in Wisconsin. The seven additional deaths brings a total number of lives lost to the virus to 1,067 in Wisconsin. No pressure. That's what Nancy Pelosi said after telling Democrats in Milwaukee's this week that the November election, quote, is all riding on Wisconsin, end quote. Former Attorney General Eric Holder also was part of the meeting. He, too, said Wisconsin is a key to the Democratic victory this fall. Polls show Joe Biden with a lead in Wisconsin, but other polls show President Trump is pulling closer nationally and in other battleground states. Kanye West's bid to be on Wisconsin's ballot this November is over. The state's election commission yesterday voted to not put West on the ballot because he missed the state's filing deadline by several minutes. West's lawyers said they were 14 seconds late last week. The election commission said the campaign was actually several minutes past the 5 p.m. deadline. Republicans in Wisconsin aren't happy with the decision. Democrats in the state say they're glad to see that West can't potentially siphon votes away from Joe Biden. And, well, it was a hit and miss for the Milwaukee teams yesterday, Bob. The Brewers, well, you, we have a lot of Twins fans sitting right in this building. Uh, the Twins took it to the Brewers well, again work. yesterday. Get them out of here. Get here. Out of here. <laughs> yeah. Seven to one. Seven to one. The Brewers lost to the Twins. And the Bucks. Came back, took Game Two of that uh, seven-game series, one eleven to ninety six in the playoffs against the Orlando Magic. And uh, you were pointing out something to me this morning that was kind of interesting. The Bucks were a what kind of? Uh... They
0: were thirteen Vegas bookmakers had them a thirteen-point favorite. They were had one eleven to ninety six. I'm doing some math. And Orlando's fifteen. And 15. Orlando okay. got the ball <laughs> with about ten or eleven seconds left. The guy came across half court. And dribbled it out. He didn't try and make a basket. (laughs) So, you know, you're 15, you make a basket, you're right on the number, you make a three, and you're down to 12, and... He must have had a ticket on the bucks. He must have had a big <laughs> bet on the bucks that he dribbled that out at half court. But I thought that was kind yep. of interesting of uh, how that all came to be. So, But yep. the bottom line is they won, and they're back on track, hopefully, and uh, they'll dispose of Orlando here and, in five games. But playing in that bubble is is different. It's got to be different. It has no, to be. No home fans, that's for sure. Yep. Hey, we need to check our weather forecast because uh, as we look at the maps, we see – a little moisture coming in Buffalo, Jackson County, down towards La Crosse, I think, anyway. But uh, the man who knows for sure, of course, is Kelly Slifkin. And Kelly's over at Skywarn 13. And we'll update that forecast with Kelly. Kelly, good morning. Well,
4: we'll update the forecast next with Kelly. Right now. Health is in every headline. But are we actually taking care of ourselves? At Advent Health, we're making sure you can safely check in with a medical professional, schedule an appointment with your primary care provider, or book a virtual visit right from your home. We're taking every safety precaution so you have easy access to care. There's never been a more important time to take care of your whole health. It's time to check in. Download the Advent Health app or visit adventhealthdurand.com.
7: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it of course, does
0: uh, mean our weather. Kelly Slifka, I think, was out putting his bike in the bike rack earlier. So let's see if he's there. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Well, uh, as I mentioned, I think I saw some rain coming in through... Buffalo, Jackson County, I mean, just
15: very widespread, but at least a few showers, huh? Yeah, it's down in the south of Eau Claire, and I think it's going to be mainly this morning, so it's been pretty spotty basically between here and Lacrosse, Crosse, seeing a few showers down to the south. Uh, that should be about it, though, for the morning hours. It looks like we have a better chance of seeing some of the uh, rain showers that are developing late tonight going into tomorrow. Uh, not going to be a widespread uh, shower and thunderstorm activity, but at least uh, most of us have an equal opportunity, about a 50% chance of seeing some rain going into tomorrow. So that's Opportunity for some rain, otherwise, it's just gonna be a warm and a little bit more humid day today. We'll look at partly cloudy skies, we get up to 85. Becoming mostly cloudy tonight, with a good chance for some showers and thunderstorms developing later tonight. Most of the evening should be dry, but after midnight, we'll have that chance of rain low down to 65. Good chance for some uh, showers and thunderstorms, mainly tomorrow morning. Otherwise, uh, partly cloudy skies as we get up to 83. A little bit more sunshine on Sunday and drier weather as we get up to 83 once again. Right now in Eau Claire with the uh, fair skies, temperature at 67. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifkin. Boy, we can use some rain, Kelly. Well, you know, if we can get some tonight, that would be perfect. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 not looking like it's going to be widespread. It's going to be pretty scattered. But if you get under one of these showers, you could be talking about a quarter to a half of an inch. Well, be, that would be helpful. Thank you. Hey,
0: you have a good weekend. You too. There you go. It's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 this morning. and. Speaking of uh, weather Scott, I got a call from Howard Olson down in Pigeon Falls last night. I think he dialed the wrong number and got me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: <laughs> but, always good to hear from yeah, Howard. <laughs> yeah, but uh he was saying down <laughs> around that area where he lives down there in Pigeon, he said it's really really dry.
1: Yeah, it is. We took all the rain up uh, up on the ridge and uh and headed it off yeah. before it got to Pigeon.
0: Yeah, so he uh but also I want to say I don't want to forget this. I don't I want to say congratulations because he and St. Barbara, his wife, are <laughs> going to be celebrating big wedding anniversary on the 31st. Guess how many years she's put up with him. Oh, it's... And I say that honestly, and everybody <laughs> in Pidgeon will agree with me. How many years Barbara Olsen has put up with Howard
1: down there? Oh, boy, it's got to be 55, 60 years almost. 63 years. 63. The... Yeah. Wow. yeah,
0: but he said, I don't want any presents. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, again, Howard. I yeah. So, so again oh, yeah. before before we forget, happy sixty third anniversary to Howard and Saint wow. Barbara Olson down there in the uh Pigeon Falls area. So mm-hmm. again, uh a lot, of, a lot of memories with that boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> Anybody that's been around him has got a lot of yeah. not all good memories, but they've had <laughs> memories with Howard, that's for sure. All right, we got a lot of work to do yet this morning, including uh, markets. Uh, Brent is back in our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. And again, 67 degrees, 22 minutes before 6 here at Wax. It has never happened before and may never happen again. Upgrade from your old vehicle and into a new Kia for thousands
5: less during the summer sticker sale event at Prestige Kia. Prestige Kia needs trades and we need them now. Pre-owned vehicles are in short supply, so there's never been a better time to get more for your car, truck, or SUV. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your old car's worth, Prestige Kia wants it. So you can drive home a new Kia. Highest ranked, mass marketed brand and initial quality, six years in a row for less. Drive home a new 2020 Kia Sportage LX all-wheel drive SUV. Lease just $199 per month with $39.90 due at signing for 36 months. And you still get the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Trade and upgrade for thousands less with a great buying experience only at Prestige Kia. Home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty, just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit us online at spendlessgetmore.com Tied in
4: 2020 for J.D. Power 2020 award information. Visit JDPower.com slash awards. Stock number 11475K. 12,000 miles per year plus tax,
14: title, license and first month payment. Zero security deposit with approved credit sale ends 831.20.
5: Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free babble works because it's built around real life it teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use in 15 minutes a day you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks babble uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging fun and memorable It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then, sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. Babbel is created by language experts who use the space repetition method to help you learn quickly and remember what you learned. With Babbel, you can speak a new language. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language
0: today. That's Babbel.com b-a-b-b-e-l dot com and we've got markets a lot coming up yet but uh, one thing we've been doing and we want to wrap it up recognizing the new century farms it's kind of a oxymoron new century farms but (laughs) farms this year that are in the same family
1: for a hundred years and we've read a lot of them
0: but uh, scott wrap up that list
1: from St. Croix County, we have Elva and Jean Nelson from New Richmond, Susan and Dale Reba of Glenwood City from Taylor County, Sima and Reuben Hill Trust of Westboro. In Trempeleau County, Rebecca and Robert Harris of Trempeleau, Mary and Greg Howe of Arcadia, and Stenberg Family Farm from Arcadia. In Vernon County, Ryan Christensen Brothers of Viroqua, Clifford Ostrom of Viroqua, and Janelle and Van Thompson of Viroqua. Over at Washburn, or up at Washburn County, Beth and Donald Esser of Spooner. And over at Wood County, Charles Brandel of Millador and Cynthia and Daniel Snordheim of Arpen.
0: So those are the century farms in our area. We've read the list, and we still have sesquicentennial families to recognize. We'll do that later, but uh, we got more work to do. I'm sure when you're
6: listening to the radio or podcast, you've asked the question, is that ad really helping out that business? Is that post on the internet really drawing more traffic? Now, I can sit here and give you many different examples and reasons why partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire can help you and your business. But let's go to the source. Let's hear success stories local businesses have experienced by partnering with Midwest Family Eau Claire. This is Sean from Tilden Gun. Tilden Gun is a local small business in the Chippewa Valley, and they have been partnering with Midwest Family for over a year now.
9: Well... By the number of the new customers who have personally told me they they hear my ads, I know it really works. It's brought in many new clients for us. Pretty happy about that.
6: And at Midwest Family Eau Claire, we work with you to achieve your goals.
9: I think you guys are a great team to work with, and you really set my mind at ease with the whole thing. I really like the personal touch that you do with my commercials.
6: We want to help you achieve your goals. We want to be on your team. Give us a call today at 715-832-1530, and let's build something special together.
0: And we do have markets to get to. Scott, where are we going to go first?
1: Let's go over to the Equity Altoona Barn to hear the latest from Mark Koger.
0: Beef cattle
8: uh, on its light supply, selling from $95 to dollar 3 Three high-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 90 to 94 We topped at $96.75. Choice Holstein steers, 84 to 90 With their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers, selling 84 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Thursday, selling from 60 to 65 We topped at 70 to 60 percent of cows, selling from 44 to 60 with 20% of cows, selling below 44 most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday sunk from 80 to 92. We topped at 95. Thin, full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday selling from 50 to 125 dollars per head. With the late poor quality calves selling below, your fancy beef calves selling from 75 to 185 dollars per head. Quick reminder: next special feeder sale here at Tuluna Market will be Friday, August 28th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please. Give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now, this is Mark Koger from the L to and auction market. Have a great day.
0: Thanks, Mark. You have a great day, too. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn on this Friday morning. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry.
3: Bob and a very good morning to you. Well, this uh, week is going by very rapidly here. But, uh, again, like you uh, mentioned before, a nice little rain wouldn't hurt anything, especially in some areas that didn't get the big uh, deluges a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, you an know, inch or two of rain would not hurt anything, but we'll have to wait and see what happens, I guess.
0: I guess so. But in the meantime, we know what's happened this week over at Stratford. We'll let you tell us. I will do
3: that, Bob. Thank you. And a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the market cow auction on yesterday's sale. Uh, mostly steady trend on the cows. Higher-yielding, flushier cows on yesterday's sale. We're selling from 62 to 68. We topped at 69 and a half. Uh, Most of the cows this week, your average dairy cows, they continue to sell from 47 to 61. Thinner cows, light carcass cows, 45 and below. On the fat cattle trade, on the close, choice grading beef steers and heifers, we're selling mostly from 90 to 102. Uh, Charge grading Holstein steers, uh, mostly from uh, 82 to 92. Select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, $80 and below. On the bull trade this week, better quality bulls, mostly from 80 to 93. Lighter weight bulls, 75 and back. Now on the calf market on yesterday, holding bull on a weaker market compared to earlier in the week. Uh, good quality, ninety-two hundred and thirty pound holding bull on yesterday's sale, selling mostly from fifty to one thirty. Uh, top bull on Monday, uh, all the way up to one fifty-five. Heifer calves are mostly fifty dollars and below. Good quality beef calves, one hundred to two thirty, and those also topped on Monday's auction at two sixty-five. Well, uh, we've wrapped up a week here at Stratford. Uh, next week, uh, we will be uh, normal marketing And of course, for next week. Our next hay auction will be next Tuesday. Next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday. And, again, we do have uh, uh, livestock for private treaty cattle sale, uh, dairy cattle. All that list is on our website. Folks, you can check that out, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And if you've got questions, 715-687-4101 is our phone number. So, Bob, you and Scott, have a nice weekend. And uh, like we're talking off air, of course, uh, if things would be normal in the world, uh, this would be the great World's Fair at Athens. But unfortunately, (laughs) that is not going to occur this year, though. But I do think they're... I have to look at some of the posts on Facebook and stuff, but I know some of the organizations are planning some type of fundraisers or mm-hmm. um, food stands or something. So, folks, you can check that out, but I'm not sure what the schedule on that is.
0: Yeah, it's uh, everybody's trying to do something, and I applaud them for doing that. So keep these things alive and next year full speed ahead. Hey, you have a good weekend. You too, guys. Thank you. We'll see there- you on Monday. You bet. Jerry
12: Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford sale barn. Poquette, Donnellan and Schleywitz Law, your local legal team, wishes you a great summer. They extend a warm welcome to their newest attorney, Melissa Emerson. Ron, Sarah, Sam, and Melissa have deep roots in the Chippewa Valley. Their connections in this community and over 75 years of legal experience is why you should contact Poquette, Donnellan and Schleywitz Law first for all of your legal needs. They are a client-centered general practice firm handling multiple areas of law and care about this community. Visit your local legal team at PoquetteLaw.com for all of your legal needs.
4: You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com.
7: Agriculture, it's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And
0: taking a look at the rest of our markets uh, overnight, December corn on the board trade up a penny at 341. The oats down to at 261. December wheat up to at 530 a bushel. November beans up to at 907 meal. Up a uh, dollar at uh, 200, up 10 cents, it looks like, uh, $298 a ton. And country elevator prices on the DTN screen corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osio at 281 today. The beans at 857. At Stevens Point, the corn is 837. Elk Mound, 285 on the corn, 858 on the beans. Sparta, 280 on the corn, 850 on the beans. Ellsworth, 273 and 857. Ethanol plants. Boyceville corn, $3 a bushel today. Stanley, 292. New Richmond grain facility, 281. Barrel cheese up a half at 132 and a quarter. The blocks down five at 166. Butter down two at 150 and a quarter. August class three down 24 at 1960. September down 49 at 1504. October down 29 at 1635. November down 19 at 1658. December down fourteen at sixteen twenty two. We're gonna to get to our countryside co-op program in a moment. But again, some things going on this weekend, Mr. Scott.
1: Food, that's where it's at, Bob. That big you couldn't get to the fair this year, but the fair food shindig is again going on at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds at Chippewa Falls. That's starting today at eleven, runs to eight PM, runs again eleven to eight tomorrow, and then on Sunday. 11 to 5 p.m. They'll be show, social distancing, but, oh, boy, they have the curds, the corn dogs, funnel cakes, everything you want to get at a fair, cheese steaks. And then tomorrow, the Thorpe Truck and Tractor Pull is going on at Northside Park. Starts at 5 o'clock over at Thorpe.
0: All right, so this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds to eat, and uh, Thorpe tomorrow to
1: do some pulling. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value. Countryside Cooperatives agronomists are reminding you that early seed sales are right around the corner. Reach out to the credit department at Countryside and start the application process to secure your producer financing. Talk with your agronomist early. They can help you understand your options and develop a plan that's specific to your location and field conditions. There are many options on the market today and ordering early can ensure you get the best pricing possible on your seed seed. It's best to not wait. Countryside's team is here to help you make the best decisions for you and your farm. Countryside Cooperative has agronomy locations at Durand, Ellsworth, Kings Valley Osceo, Milltown, Mondovi, New Richmond, and Wamandy. For more information, call 800-236- 7585 or visit countrysidecoop.com. Countryside Cooperative, creative solutions, exceptional value.
7: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Another week of good weather for the crops. Brent Wink joins us on this Friday morning on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. And, uh, Brent, you and a bunch of other people are outstanding in your field, so to speak, this week, too, weren't you? Bob, I think
10: you're the only one that will ever tell me I'm outstanding in my field, <laughs> but I'll, I'll take that compliment. So well, absolutely.
0: Well-deserved. What was going on?
10: Well, actually, we had our, our field days kind of a, a very... Came back version of the mega plots that we normally do in August, but uh, we had those on Wednesday and Thursday, and just a great opportunity for not only the agronomists from the local co-ops to get out there in the field, but also some growers that were out out and able to kind of tour what was going on. So, kind of wanted to just recap a couple of the things and and maybe just some some ideas for people as we get a little closer to harvest. You know, corn silage harvest is right around the corner, so kinda of wanted to focus on corn and I guess what I'd call maybe a corn checkup and just four different areas that uh like growers to kinda of pay attention to and agronomists to maybe pay attention to out in the fields and real simple things, but maybe some changes that could be made for next year to just see how the crop turned out. So you know first and foremost weed control. That's always one of the key topics, always one of the, the areas that's probably one of the easiest things for us to get right, so just looking in the fields, did you have any giant rake weed escape? Did you have any water hemp, any grasses, anything like that? So did the weed control program that you chose work, and, and really did it work to your satisfaction? So just kind of seeing uh, is there anything you need to tweak or change in that for next season. Another area we kind of like to look at is insect pressure especially corn rootworm beetles. So if you've got fields and we're starting to find corn rootworm beetles and laying eggs, and if that's a field that's going to be corn the next year, does it change your idea of maybe either crop rotation or the traits that you're going to have on the seed that you purchase for that field? So if we've got a good idea that there's going to be corn rootworm pressure on that field next year and it's going to be corn, Obviously, that's probably a good idea to make sure that you have the traits to protect that crop next year. A third thing uh, that we kind of like to look at now, especially in corn silage with some of the BMR corns and some of those, is just overall plant health. You can look at the leaves of the plant and did you have disease? Did you have northern corn leaf blight, anthracnose, uh, disease pressures that maybe impacted yield? And maybe something that you want to look at for next season. Not to try and incorporate uh, fungicide application or something onto those fields. Then the last, the the fourth thing, but probably the most important thing is nitrogen. For the most part this year, the nitrogen uh, looks pretty good in a lot of fields, but we are starting to see firing on the tips of the leaves and you kind of start to see that firing coming up. A lot of that, you know, we might have had the right amounts of nitrogen, but maybe it just needed to be split applied. We did have timely rains throughout the year and it did cause some loss of nitrogen or, or the ability to not hold that in the root zone so looking in your fields to see did you see a lot of firing i know myself personally i had some fields that we tried to put all the nitrogen on up front and it, it didn't work as well as we'd like to see so we need to go back to split applying our nitrogen on uh, next year and also looking at nitrogen stabilizers and making sure that we get that right as well so there's just four quick things that is from a corn crop standpoint like i say to just grade yourself grade your fields and are you satisfied with the programs or is there anything that you need to change as we kind of start focusing on harvest and the combines rolling and, and what kinds of programs we need to look into so that's just a couple of things Bob, that we had uh, kind of discussed and looked at out at the answer plots this week
0: and, again, that's Brent Wake and Brent still on the phone with us, unfortunately, because, uh, obviously, I'm just not doing a lot of traveling and face-to-face work. So, again, but it was, I got out to the answer plot earlier and uh, talked to Tristan Byer, who you heard earlier, he'll again later. But, uh, again, beautiful answer plot out there. So And if you didn't get out for their field days, you could, the signs are out there, so you can go look, and it's all very well discussed and explained of what they're trying to do and what the trials are trying to show so get out there it's on the ron Procknow farm just uh, outside of menominee on highway e so you can't miss that hey we got a little bit of rain moving in around buffalo jackson county i say a little bit there's not much out there yet hopefully there will be more because a lot of folks need some moisture so chance of that light rain today High about 85 tomorrow. Better chance of rain, it looks like 83. Then back to partly sunny, 83 on Sunday, 86 on Monday. Have a good weekend. Get out and enjoy some fair food and Chippewa or the tractor pull and truck pull in Thorpe on Saturday.
4: Join compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's HOPE to 83393.
5: Watch four point five.